We are live at the next conference. Here's an interview I was able to pull off with Brianna Silver with Silver Consulting. Enjoy. Congratulations on a great talk because at lunch, I had a table of, I was sitting at a table of six people, other people, me, seven. I asked them their favorite moment of the day and they all unanimously agreed that it was the story selling workshop. Oh, that's fantastic yeah, to hear. Yeah, swear to God. Yeah, swear <laughs> to God. And I mean, like, yeah, and anyways, and then they talked about it for a good five to 10 minutes afterwards. I mean, there was oh. like, it definitely hit a chord. Is that something you're seeing in the space? Like, uh, we need better storytelling? Definitely, I think we need better storytelling. And I think at least what part of the reason why this talk exists is because I feel like a lot of the stuff that you hear about storytelling today is like, it's sort of very 10,000 foot surface level totally. as far as how to do it. And this particular framework really gets into the nitty gritty as far as how to structure a, a story and what is the purpose and why you're telling the story, who are you telling the story to, how do you connect with them, how do you communicate, like, so it goes through all of the four steps associated with that, but it makes me super happy to hear that because, you know, you're, sometimes you're talking and you're like, what's happening? Yeah, like, are people resonating with this? Or are they not resonating? So I wasn't quite sure. So that that is pure delight right now. No, yeah, I mean, seriously, <laughs> and that's absolutely the truth too. I had, um, gosh, and I, I'll point it, Anyway, yeah, it was good. It was really good, really Super. valuable. It's another thing I think you'll find interesting is, so I've done about 140 episodes, which is to say I've talked a lot. <laughs> I always ask, what is your biggest problem? Uh, in a full interview. And in the, inevitably, like I would say seven out of 10 times, storytelling is the big problem. Like a lack of storytelling at inside of the organization, which then connects the human, the, that infects change, right? Or, or empowers the insight uh, or extends the power of the insight to affect change. And, and really the, the degree of the quality of the story as opposed to the degree of the quality of the research, which is a little bit counterintuitive, is the, in a lot of ways the missing ingredient from a brand point of view. I would 100% agree. And it's interesting because I came to the market research industry by way of design. So I'm actually a graphic designer initially, oh. and then I have a master's degree in, in human-centered communication design and design strategy. Neat. And part of the value of design or sort of taking a human-centered design approach is in your ability to visualize, visualize the vision. Mm -hmm. And a big piece of that is storytelling. And so that's always been just sort of my framework for how I approach my work. And so when I started to bring in more of the market research side, which I did purposefully because I think sometimes the, the insights gathering from a design perspective, at least from a method, and yep. even frankly from a, from a quality perspective, sometimes yep. can be a little lacking or flat. And so I found that the market research side of, of the equation really helped to create robustness um, that, that was needed, truly, I think, to make really solid decisions. But now bringing in these two pieces of like, I always say that the market research is kind of the what, and the design is the possibilities for what that could mean. Oh, interesting. Um, and then the other aspect of our business, it brings in strategy, and that's kind of like, this is what I'm willing to do. Right. So tell me a little bit about your business. Sure, I'd be happy to. So my company is called Silver Consulting. We support mainly Fortune 500. That's silver. Silver. Got it. Yep, Silver Consulting. We support mainly Fortune. And Fortune that's just because it's your last name, not because gold 
Correct. Okay. And there's a there's a story around that too that All I'd right. be happy to share. <laughs> I think people might be interested to be honest, but we'll get there in a minute. So Silver Consulting, we support Fortune 500 organizations, mainly Fortune 1000, to really manage the transformation of their brands and offerings into the future. Got so it. we sit at the intersection of market research, design, and strategy. And we really support organizations to enhance their brands, to figuring out why do they deserve to exist in the forever changing landscape, yep. fill their innovation pipelines, both looking at next gen as well as future offerings, wholly new offerings, and then really aligning stakeholders around new visions for growth. So looking at all of, all of the change, because a lot of the work that we do is really around transformational change, mm -hmm. and it requires that people have to allow certain things to die, certain narratives or beliefs or values of the organization to die. That could be like a tectonic shift for an organization. It, yeah, and it has been in many, many, many ways because in order to embrace visions for the future, they have to open up the space for that. Right. And so there's a lot of iterative, iterative uh, conversation that has to happen, a lot of helping people to really interpret and understand mm -hmm. And, and bring forth kind of these new visions together. And so that's that piece of our business. That's really cool. Uh, you guys are based in Chicago. We are, we're based up in Evanston. So and, just north of Chicago. But your customer base sounds like it's national, maybe even global. That's correct. So I would say most of our clients are in the United States. Um, certainly some have global presence and we have capabilities to do research all over the globe. I think at this point we've done research in 39 different nations across wow. the across the world, multiple, many times. Um, but yeah, and ironically, not too many are in Chicago. Really? Uh, yeah, you know, it's funny because I started the business and initially I started the business 16 years ago. Whoa. And it just sort of happened accidentally. Like I call myself an accidental entrepreneur. And I happen to be like, you know, I, I ended up getting, getting downsized out of a job. I had $200 in my bank account. You're and like, I was like, gotta, Mama's got to make some money. Exactly. Yeah, no, I get it. And I, and I basically leaned into my gift of talking and connected to people. I started uh, bringing, my first job actually was here in Chicago. And it was bringing customer centricity into the new product development process of a bank. Wow. Um, I, like, it's, it's a grace of God that that even happened. I don't even know how that happened today. That's awesome. Um, but then, like, I would go to conferences and I would meet people and then that's how you know I got into certain pockets and so then you know like I have a lot of clients in Dallas Texas because you meet them then they travel to someplace else and so just these pockets of, totally. of, of networks start to happen that's really cool so talk to me about who your buyer is like who engages with you at what level in the organization so our buyers kind of come from three different areas of an organization. So certainly like customer insights or market research. Um, and I would say typically it's sort of director level or higher that are usually engaging us. Also innovation. Um, so, you know, people who really are in, are in charge of looking at whole other futures or transformations for, for the company. Um, and then sometimes in, in customer experience departments as well. Got it. I'm just curious, like, how do you, how do you, what's your sales channel like? Do you, it seems like those are hard people to getting to network to. Is that, is it like word of mouth or? A lot of it is. I mean, a lot of it's like, I have a very, very rich LinkedIn following. Yep. And that is a big. I hope we're connected. Actually, I don't know if we are connected, oh but we need to be. I, I definitely want to, I'm going to look you up right after this. 
Um, but, you know, so the LinkedIn has been really, really effective for me. Um, Their LinkedIn strategy is effective. So it's, it's driving leads? It's driving leads and it's driving knowledge. So oh. because basically people see, you know, what I'm speaking about. We reference things that we're doing out mm -hmm. in the, you know, out in the world yeah. from our company perspective. And then what we're finding is that then people like, I mean, literally just this past week, I haven't talked to this gentleman literally in 10 years. And he reached out to me and he's like, I have a project that I think you'd be perfect for. I haven't talked to him in 10 years, but he's been following me on LinkedIn for 10 years. And so now he feels like he knows me, totally. right? And just actually last week, I got on the phone with somebody that I met at IIEX a few, few weeks ago, right? She was like, knew all this stuff about me because she's been following me. And I was like, wow, like this is amazing, right? So there's, a, there's an element of trust that's already built. Um, and the good thing is because of the content that we share, there's also an understanding of really how we can help so that then the leads are qualified once they come. So what, what frequency are you posting? Is, do you have a, like some religion around that or is it just ad hoc? So, the, so I always think about marketing and sort of the no matter what essence of marketing where it doesn't matter how busy you are, you're gonna do it at least this and then sort of like the other extra stuff. So the no matter what is at least one time a week. Got it. And then is that a post or actually prepared, con uh, prepared content? It's a post. And yeah. then, you know, certainly like I will post about this podcast, sure. you know, other things that are happening. Um, but at least once a week, it's something that's a share. God, that's super cool. I think that, I think LinkedIn in market research is probably one of the actually the most underutilized tool that could immediately create brand or customer value mm -hmm. to um, businesses. You, know, you look at the companies that are doing it. What's so funny is like the big players aren't doing it right. It's which makes me laugh. You know, they're, they're like a look at our press release or what yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. they're totally missing the point you need to do is add value to the constituents that are, you know, decided to connect with you. And if you do that on a regular basis, there's an affinity that's built over time, which is the function of brand, right? Performance yeah. over time. Yeah. It's just such a great, easy hack. You know, the other thing I think is like podcasts. Like if I, I mean, it adds overhead, not where it gets into bandwidth issues, but I'm such a believer in, I've been amazed at how my, I personally get emotionally attached to podcasts, hosts that I listen to. And I, they don't know me from Adam, but. You know, I feel like I could go to Christmas with. They should be at the house at Christmas time. I mean, yeah. it's like this really interesting dynamic that it, that exists. And again, you have to. It's all predicated on the value that they bring to me. Absolutely, absolutely. No, I, I'm finding the same. Like I kind of got into being guests on podcasts in the last well, probably about a year now. Yeah. And uh, I, I love the medium. I think it's fantastic. And I'm kind of like, should I start my own? Totally. I kind of want to. You like, should. You I should. should. I absolutely should. And I will. Yeah. Um, in, in time here, hopefully not too long down the road. But like. So when you do it, do a, I mean, framework wise, you don't have to do the, the I would recommend a vlog. Like it's the same work. It okay. adds, adds maybe a 10% tax on time. Uh -huh. no, same money. Uh, and you get on the benefits are huge for SEO. Mm. Uh, you know, YouTube is the number two search engine globally and Google loves YouTube as it turns out. So it actually utilizes that search algorithm 
And so as people search for content that's relevant to whatever you're a subject matter expert in, mm -hmm. then all of a sudden it's picking it up on, it'll be much more likely to pick it up if you have content in both places. Oh, so, interesting. Yeah, it's, it's a... So do you just like, how does that work there's logistically? There's transcript uploads, and okay. I'll kind of talk about it when I go to that conference. There's a marketing conference that we're putting on. I don't even I don't even remember what it is. It's this year. I'll send you the information. Yeah, please do. But, I would love to um, know more. Yeah, it's in conjunction with Priscilla, if you know her. Oh, yeah, Wilbur. Priscilla, yeah, for okay. sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, she's actually the chair of it. Oh, okay, great. So anyway, it's where gonna, is it happening this year? I knew you're gonna. Ask, I can't honestly remember any of. Yeah, let me know because I went to that conference um, maybe two years ago, and I thought it was phenomenal. Oh, really? Yeah, I mean, I got. I, I didn't have much expectation going in because, you know, generally speaking, market yeah. researchers kind of suck great. at marketing. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> and so I had zero expectations going in, but I probably got more personally out of that conference, you know, as far as how to fuel my own business than I have at, at many. Totally. Um, and I came away from that conference saying, my gosh, the next time I go to one of these, like, my my admin who does a lot of the support around these things needs to come with me. Yeah, I completely agree. Like the, the added value of taking somebody else with you just so that you can absorb as much as possible is so, it like it. It's the one plus one equals three scenario yeah. for what you're able to pull out and then subsequently execute. Otherwise, you spend all your time educating her on what you learned. Oh, absolutely. Right? So it's like this time hack that's huge. And people think of it as like they're choking on a, you know, hotel, cheap hotel and a plane ticket but i mean i tell you what you know throw down the throw down the thousand dollars or whatever it is and call it a day it's, it's in denver by the way I denver okay yeah, i want to know more about that yeah i think it's summertime but it might be it might be fall okay. i can't remember i'll i'll give you the information super all right if somebody wants to get in contact with you how would they do that so if you want to get in contact with me uh probably the easiest thing is through linkedin <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> you can call you can reach out to me at brianna silver so it's silver with a Y, and that is S-Y-L-V-E-R, and my first name is Brianna, B-R-I-A-N-N-A. Brianna, thanks so much for being on the Happy Market Research Podcast. Thanks for having me. And we will include all your contact information in the show notes. Everybody, thank you so much for tuning in today. I hope you found a ton of value in this episode. I actually did. Can't wait to dive in more with her offline. Sorry. Have a great rest of your day. <laughs>